Welcome back, my amazing friend. At the time of recording this, it is roughly six days out from Valentine's Day. And if you have been around these parts a while, you'll know that I'm super triggered by Valentine's Day. I am super duper triggered. I have a lot of expectations around it, which is odd because I've been single for about five years. Like I haven't been in a proper committed relationship. You know what? I Let's dive into that because I have had, I'm in a lot of relationships. I'm in relationships with girlfriends. I'm in relationships with, well, not a romantic relationship. Oh, see, we're already, <laughs> we're already hitting the good stuff, my friends, but I'm super triggered. Everything is coming through in my inbox and it started probably like January 20th or something. It becomes very Valentine's Day focused, and I have a lot to say about it. Let's go. Okay, Valentine's Day. What a time, what a time, what a time. The thing is, I love Valentine's Day. I do. That, I think, is part of the reason why I feel so emotionally charged about it. And it's because I have so many hallmark Disney moment notions over a day that is focused on love and showing love and receiving love. And I'm all about that. I love the people in my world to know how amazing they are. I love also being told how amazing I am. And that's because one of my love languages is words of affirmation and the other one is like physical touch. So I'm like fully like hug me and tell me I'm pretty. And I'm like so on top of the world. Like all my serotonin is just like buzzing. But anyway, um, Needless to say, I doubt that will be happening for me this Valentine's Day, given that we're only six days out. I don't know, guys. Like, I'm fully open to a miracle. I'm fully open um, to being swept off my feet. I'm very much manifesting, and I am in that flow quite a bit. I put myself into that manifesting state, and I would love to get someone on here as well who speaks on manifesting because – and I know we've had Renee – um, on here as well, like early in the piece, who was talking about manifesting and being in that energy that you wish to attract. And I'm very much in that flow. And that's why I think I laugh about it so much because there is not a doubt in my mind that I am a hundred percent worthy of a big, beautiful love. Like I believe that. And I'm so integrated with that, that it makes, I can get into that state Anytime that I feel like, and I do play in there a lot, but I definitely still am human and have a sense of, well, fuck, it's Valentine's Day again. And I'm gonna, I'm not, look, no one, there's not gonna, the chances of a little heart shaped thing on my pillow, some to none. Okay. And that's not being a party pooper and like blocking myself. That's just like logistics and fact and looking at, this particular space in time. But I do believe with my whole heart and I've done so much work around it that I am so worthy of a big, 
bold, beautiful, soft, cushiony, warm love. So let's get back to what this podcast is about. And so if you, how are you feeling around Valentine's Day? If you're alone on Valentine's Day, you're probably going to get a lot more out of this episode than someone who is particularly partnered up. Although in saying that, depending on your story around it, like perhaps you have a partner who, you know, really couldn't give two figs about it and it's not important to him, but it may be important to you. Perhaps this may not have anything to do with Valentine's Day. This could be about any particular day, um, like Christmas. I know is super loaded for a lot of people, birthdays. These big ticket days can bring up a whole lot of feelings. So my question to you, like obviously we're theming this around Valentine's Day, but you can take out the word Valentine's Day and slot in whatever big ticket day it like that comes around for you that brings up all the feels and is really hard for you to navigate. So the first thing is, what are you making this day mean? What's the story, right? Like what is this story that you're holding and telling yourself around what this day means? Are you, if you're single and Valentine's Day is super triggering for you, are you letting it highlight the fact and creating a story around, I'm not enough, I'm not worthy, another fucking Valentine's Day, this is unfair, da 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 What's the story? Is, are you sitting in a place of lack? No problem if you are. Like, I'm just like, let's get really curious with the story because that's going to define your experience. And I don't think that the aim of this podcast is to get you double gunning about Valentine's Day because it's still a day, but I really think and I hope that by the end of this podcast that we can turn Valentine's Day into something else and we're still going to feel all our feels about it, but we're also going to take the wheel and, you know, flip it on its head, if you know what I mean. We're going to choose the destination and, you know, whatever comes up, comes up. So what are you making it mean? What is the story? And that is huge. And that's something that I've gotten into the habit of even asking my friends now whenever there's like some bad news that comes up or there's some disappointment or, um, you know, their husband or partner forgets something or the kids do something like full crook. And it's like one of the first things I ask is what are you making this mean right now? Also one of the things that I always ask in my coaching sessions with people because that is the crux of our issues more often than not. It's not the actual event. It's not the day. Valentine's Day can give two flying figs what we're doing. It's what we as people are having it mean, right? What are we making this mean? The next thing is once you've gotten clear on that, I want you to look at that. Like, is that true for you? Is that something that you actually want to roll with? Like, if it is, that's totally fine. You can have a full pity party today. I will support you 100%. I do, however, think there's way better uses of our time, but I also really love a good wallow, crank some sad music, watch a sad movie, you know, wallow. That's very healthy. Feel what you need to feel, compassion, honor it, move on. Okay. Once we're clear on what the story is, I want you to then move to, like, we're going to honor that. Like, that's okay. We're going to get clear on that. Second thing, where do you think this came from, right? Where did this come from? 
what is the intricate little life event or giant catastrophic tsunami that planted the seed that grew this weed that you are unlovable, unlikable, never going to find love, um, destined to be alone, that your feet smell, that it's because of your hair. I remember I went through a really, really big phase where I think it might have been my early 20s where I believed, this is so effed up, that someone wouldn't choose me because of my knees. Like this is how superficial some shit was in my world. And I was just constantly, okay, so I was constantly looking for reasons. Like obviously I had a full-blown anxiety sitch going on that was undiagnosed at that time and unsupported, more importantly, it was unsupported. And I was constantly looking for things within my life and about me that deemed me unlovable. And I used to, I'm just one of those people who's like fat deposits, like we all have fat on us. Like that's, thank God, because otherwise we'd freeze and it's completely normal, whatever. We don't, this is not that that topic, but my fat tends to love to hang above my knees. Like it's just where it goes. But I remember thinking and looking in the mirror going, and I, for a long time, I never wore dresses that were above the knee. Now I'm cool. Like I'll get around in a bikini. I'll wear, you know, short, shorter dresses and the rest of it. It doesn't bother me anymore because I've done the work around it. And honestly, like, fuck, who cares? Um, but I remember that was a story. No one's going to love me because of my knees. And what the hell? But I was also only like 20 and 21. And these are the sorts of things that we go through. And it's like, if we don't examine the story and the narrative and we don't start paying attention, how are we going to grow from that? How are we going to move on from that? And, you know, as superficial as I am just like shaking my head at myself now, that was a, an, a symptom of a far bigger issue and that was that I didn't love and accept myself and I was putting my self-worth in the validation of others so that's what that was about but it was just presenting as a fear of people seeing my knees (laughs) but really it was a lack of belief in myself yeah so that is why I'm encouraging you to understand where this story and this narrative and this limiting belief is coming from and why it's so important to understand that because then you can go this is not even my shit this is something that my mum used to say to me this is something that I've you know my grandma used to instill into me this is coming from like I know the church has a lot to do in different aspects in terms of like programming and unlearning and weird like super restrictive views Maybe this story that you're telling yourself isn't even yours. So that is why I want to encourage you to get to know it. The third thing, how do you want to feel? What is the story that you want to be true? Right? What is the story that you want to be your truth? How do you want to feel? What is your new set point? How do you want to feel? What do you want to call in? Write that down, get clear on that, and then feel what that feels like in your body. Feel what that new truth feels like in your body. And that is why I was mentioning before as well, is that I am worthy of a deep, true love. I feel so warm and fuzzy when I say that, 
because I've done the work around it. And that means I've journaled on it. I've thought about it. I've said it so many times. I have called in that feeling so many times. But when I first started leaning into that phrase, it didn't feel like it fit me at all. It would feel like, you know, when you go over a hill real quick and um, your belly would flip. That's what that feeling would feel like for me. So getting clear on what you do want and that feeling that you want and the feeling that you want to embody and that you want your story to be about and your new truth, feel it, call it in and sit in that space as often as you possibly can because that's how we change our vibration by sitting in the spaces that are elevated, sitting in the spaces that are expansive, sitting in the spaces that are warm. And I was listening to a podcast this morning. It was, I think, one of Glennon Doyle's um, episodes with Martha Beck. So We Can Do Hard Things is the name of that podcast. And Martha Beck um, shared with Glennon in a conversation saying, like, go to where the warmth is. And this is such a beautiful expression. Like I have often explained it as go to what feels expansive, but I love the description of go to what feels warm, go towards what feels warm. And that's such a good way of describing anything that, um, you know, deserves our attention and we're not sure which way to go, which option and which path feels warm to you. What feels like home? What feels like a hug? That's the space we want to sit in. That's what we want our true north to be, the warmth, the sunlight, the white light, whatever you want to call it. For me, when I'm choosing something intuitively, which is fucking everything, um, also my word of the year is knowing, um, I still, PS, bullet point, like sidebar, I still grapple with that, with something. Some things I know but knowing and doing are very different things. And just because you know something doesn't mean it's not hard. So also maybe that's another podcast for another day. But my knowing and my true north always feels expansive to me. It feels light. It feels like my chest is cracking open in the best possible way. And it feels warm, right? Um, the thing that is not my truth, the thing that is taking me away from my next best step is restrictive, it's that tummy flip, it's fear, it's um, anxiety, it's a weight on my chest, it's a tight chest. So that is how I can always tell and my knowing tells me what is my next best step. So if you're not sure how to tap into that, play with that, play with that in any opportunity that you can within your life. Ask yourself as many questions as you can, give yourself as many opportunities to tune in what feels the like most warm to you? What feels most expansive? And go towards the warmth. And you know what? One of the best ways to work out and tune into how this has, um, how this presents for you is to look back as well and look at the ways and the times where you have gone with what has felt restrictive because A, it made more sense, B, it's the logical thing to do, C, it's what they told you to do or what everyone else thinks is the right thing to do. And then I want you to have a look and see how that worked out for you. That's how we get to know. Like it's either moving forward where we make the choice in the present and go towards what feels warm and then see what happens. Or we look backwards and see where we 
perhaps did that. We either went towards what went warm and what felt warm and see how that worked out. And so it's like gathering evidence to support either way, whether it worked or whether it didn't, didn't, what were the feelings that came up for you within your body? So working out how you want to feel, what would be the story that feels warm to you? And then my fourth or fifth, fourth, fourth step, what in the flying F are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about getting you to that place, to that mindset, to that new truth, to that new story that's so aligned in how you want to be, that new vision, that new embodiment of the way that you want to feel, the way that you want your day to go, the way that you want your life to go. And because we are talking about Valentine's Day here, let's bring it back to that. Could be Christmas, could be anything. This is about getting clear. This is about consciousness. This is about choosing how you want to show up and being the driver of your life and the narratives. And that's what it's all about, right? Like awareness. So bringing it back to Valentine's Day, how do you want this day to go? How do you want to feel when you show up? What are you going to do about it? Because all of this is well and good, but then we have to take action, right? It's like when you read all, you can read all the fucking books in the world. You can do all the online courses. You can do whatever it is that you want to do, like in terms of absorbing knowledge, but unless you actually take action and implement it and use it, and um, take forward steps in the direction of what it is that you want within your life, you ain't going to do shit. Like you will not move. You just know things, but you need to act. You need to do. There needs to be some momentum and forward motion and commitment from you on the physical realm, as well as doing all of this beautiful energetic stuff to make your thing happen. Yeah. So for Valentine's Day, some of the things that I'm thinking about doing is I always send flowers to a friend Or you know what I might do this year is I might get a few bunches and get the boys and I to break them up into tiny little posies and deliver those to a few girlfriends around the place. Like I think it would be really cool to get them in the spirit of showing love and showing like appreciation and, you know, giving gifts in terms of our time and creation because that's what Valentine's Day is actually all about. It's not just about romantic love. It's about showering the people in your world with love and praise and um, appreciation. So we're definitely going to do that. I'm also potentially going to treat myself to something nice. Potentially, she says. I have like five or six different tabs open, more like 10. And I've got like been fake shopping. So I've got so much shit added to cart. So I just have to decide what I want to give myself for Valentine's Day. Um, No one took up the offer of that like almost $5,000 necklace that I put up on Instagram the other day, just saying, um, very rude, but so beautiful. I would love that, but also that's a lot. Um, so after I've treated myself to something nice, I'm also going to allow myself and I suggest that you feel all your feelings. We don't want to spiritually bypass like everything. We do not want to do that. All feelings are welcome at the table. We love our feelings, even the snotty ones, even the heavy ones, even the anxiety. It will pass if you give it space to move. Bring it in. Learn from it. Ask it, what's up, pain? Hi, fear. Like, what's the deal? Why are you making me feel like I want to have a spew? Like, you know, bring it in. Learn from it. Ask it why it's here. 
let it teach you. You know, we can learn so much from our pain if we choose to be still in it and not pass it off like a hot potato. The next thing that I suggest that we all do in any time when we're feeling something, we're feeling a bit stuck, we're looking for a change is to unblock ourselves and our surroundings. So I will absolutely be unblocking myself and my surroundings. I can do a mad cull, right? And I'm going to go through my home. Honestly, this will probably take about 30 seconds because there's not a lot, but I'm going to get rid of anything that is a remnant of any like unrequited love, love gone bad, anything that I look at that reminds me of past pain, anything, you know, whatever. Like I just want to clear the decks and I suggest you do the same. Like any photos that are like or old messages that you've got saved or anything, whatever, dude, we don't be needing those. Like we can't be calling in the new if we're still ruminating on the old, like that shit just won't sail. And this can be with anything. Like if you're triggered around Christmas time, clear the decks, bring in new energy. If you're triggered around whatever, like new space, clear space, clear your drawers, clear your wardrobe, clear anything, reorganize your desk, reorganize, um, you know, that weird drawer in your bathroom that's got heaps of shit in it. Get rid of all your old products like recycle what you can, give away what you can, donate, you know, um, to charities and things like that. Turn the energy around. We want to clear the decks wherever we can, clear out old, unused, half old, empty, whatever. I really suggest that as often as you can, especially if you're starting to feel stuck in life, do something, move something, clear out something. And that allows new energy new dreams, new vibrancy, new ideas, new thoughts, new creativity, new people in. And I'm also going to suggest as well, the final thing is to do something beautiful and new with that day or that time or that energy. So I'm going to take my boys on a little date. I think we'll do that. We might go somewhere new um, depending on the weather. And I don't mean anything like super fancy because hello, they're four and seven. They don't give a shit about fancy. It'll be like fish and chips somewhere or grilled burger up by the beach or um, <laughs> I'm even going to laugh at that. I was going to say, I'll take a picnic. That's not happening. That's not happening on Monday because I work Mondays and just no, it's my Valentine's Day too. And this bish ain't cooking. So guys, I can't wait to hear how you guys make Valentine's Day work for you make different moments within your life if you're feeling stagnant or blocked or there's a story around something that's making you feel a little funky be sure to jump on the tile on this on instagram and let me know if you share to your stories tag me so i can like do like a happy dance and squeal i really love having these chats with you guys it supports me as much as what i hope that it supports you otherwise like what are we all doing here? <laughs> Please share this podcast with your friends who you think would get something out of it. Please leave a review if you think, um, like if you loved it, if you didn't, you totally don't have to. It's fine. No one will know. And as always, if you have any great ideas for the podcast, please let me know. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, that's always fun. I love those sorts of things. Um, to you know riff about with you guys but again thank you so 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 much for being here I wouldn't be able to um, have this podcast if it wasn't for you guys so I appreciate you 
Much love and you have the Valentine's Day that you want to have. Mwah.